Warning, this podcast may change the way you think about business, entrepreneurship, and money forever. The Conquistador Podcast was created for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and leaders who want to conquer their future. To be an epic entrepreneur, you must adopt the right mental paradigms as well as master the art of selling, marketing, and finance. Now, it's time to welcome two serial entrepreneurs, leaders, husbands, and fathers who are passionate about sharing the strategies that are helping them excel in life and in business. Here are Mauricio Garcia and Hubert Humphrey. What an exciting, exciting moment it is every time that we get the opportunity to uh, start this podcast. We are really happy to be able to do it. We are happy that you are here. And I am, as always, joined by my friend, my mentor, my partner, the great Hubert Humphrey. Hubert, how are you? I'm doing well, Mauricio. Good to be here with you today. Awesome. Well, you have a very, uh, I think, interesting topic to talk about today. And I think that we can bring that topic into business and also what, what's going on in our families. What I mean by that is that, you know, I have three children. I have a, a month and a half. I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old. And I'm thinking, how can I keep them hungry? How can I make sure that when they grow up and they have to, you know, go to the real world out there, keep them hungry? even after they've had it so easy because they have everything. And I think that can maybe relate also in, in, in business with employees, you know? And so I, I'm, I'm asking myself that question, and obviously you've got a lot more experience, I think, in both sides because you've, you've just lived longer and you've built these huge companies and dealt with a lot of people. But um, I don't know, maybe we, we could begin by, you know, just asking that question, you know, what, what, how can we as parents or as... Um, as uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, really make sure that that drive is always there and that that hunger um, is, is alive, even, even if we have it too easy? Well, that's, that's a great question. That's, that's sort of an, uh, an eternal question that certainly the parents and grandparents have always wondered about how to keep their, how to keep their, their, their children pursuing the best in life and achieving the best and growing. Because you know complacency in, in anything in, in life with any children, uh, that you know that, that that's not good. And I, I just I just know enough about uh, uh, about life in general. Of course, you you know, you represent sort of a uh, that, that, that that younger generation in the 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 the, 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 the Gen Xs. Uh, uh, then I'm up I'm up here at the other end of the spectrum. Been around a long time. You've got three children. I've got four children. Uh, I've got uh, 14 grandchildren, and I've got 10 great-grandchildren. So uh, I can speak with the, the same authority, just multiplied a few times. And, 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 I, and I found out a couple of things. One is uh, you, it's pe- whether there's people in your family, your children, or whether there's people in business, it, one is you teach people, if you teach them the correct principles, uh, uh, they'll be able to govern themselves down the road. And, those, and, and give them the right example. If the parents, uh, if the parents have become complacent, it's a good chance that the children are going to copy that. Sure. Uh, so, so parents need to be continually pursuing excellence in something, in something in life, to, to get people growing, and and uh, and that's what that, that's one thing they need to do. Uh, there's no saying you, 
you can't be, first of all, you can't make children do anything they don't want to. Mm -hmm. So I think the secret to parenting or to business leadership is to, is to, is to inspire them to keep going. And it's like, you know, saying you drive a horse to the water, but you can't make him drink. Sure. But you can salt his oats and make him thirsty. And so we as parents, we as leaders need to learn how to salt the oats of our children to make them want to do more. The key is making people want to do more in life because people only do what they want to do. So the, the leaders, the, the parents that can cause their children or their teams or their employees yeah. to want to do more, they inspire them to do more. That's that's when it kind of grows and, that, and continues on. Yeah, it, it, not all not all of them are going to do that, by the way. Well, that the, the next question is basically like, how do you really make them want? You know, I, I, I believe that maybe leading by example can go a long way. But is that really that is will that do the job uh, to, well, that, to keep that, them hungry? That, that'll do that'll do that'll do it to some degree as long as you can. But a lot of times in parenting, you know, par parents get a point in time in their life. They, they, they start they're going to slow down or they're going to retire. And, and children, of course, the older the children are when they're grown children, uh, you know, that 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 copying doesn't maybe from a business standpoint, you don't keep copying the parents because they've retired now. And you're an adult with a family. So in, in my life, I, I tried to make sure that in, in the period of my life when I was really going to be busting it, I tried to be as, as good an example as I could. And so that it would inspire them to whether they wanted to follow me in business or whether they wanted to be in some other career, some other business, some other job or profession, that they would know that, that, that they've got a that excellent. They know that I have an expectation. Now, they can mm -hmm. do what they want to. Mm -hmm. But it's always good when somebody you respect has a high expectation of you and that has the moral authority to expect it from you. It has a little effect. Uh, so, so, some families, it might put pressure on kids and they run from it all. Who knows? But, but you've got to do what you got to do. I think the answer to your last question is vision stretching. I have found that whether you're teaching a little child or you're teaching a, a new employee, a new person on your team, it, it, you as a leader, you, it, the number one tool that I've always had in my life is, 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 is making sure that I go and submit and get my vision stretched. Mm -hmm. And then I'm always trying to stretch people's vision because desire comes. You can only desire what you have seen. Or what you see. All right. And so you got to cause them to see more. If they don't see it, they can't desire it. Mm -hmm. You keep building that desire. I know I've, I've stayed, I've stayed hungry in my life, not because I had a big picture to start with. I had a nice picture and I went after it. Then I could dream bigger and dream bigger. And I just I try to teach our people, the kids to, uh, to just keep, keep daring to dream bigger dreams, seeing bigger things, having children have bigger goals, to, whether they want to go to college or whether, what kind of career they want, get them to start early. And, uh, and and those those of our children and grandchildren that have the earlier that they started pursuing something seems like they become more they become more successful at it quicker than the others. Hmm. And that's that's sort of what we that's sort of what we do here. And and uh, just just keep yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to, to hear that because uh, from a personal standpoint, I acted out of um, out of uh, maybe desperation, and then the vision stretching came later. And then, you know, but if it's that important for vision stretching, if you can elaborate a little bit more, it's like how do you go about stretching your children's, your, your employees' vision constantly? Because I, I do get, and now uh, at this point in my, in my life and at this point in my career and in business, I see how important that is. And so how do, how do, we, how do we best apply those, that principle to, to our children, as an example? Like how, how well, you've you, done you it. Mean, 
well, what, but I'll jump on that. Well, you mentioned something there that you did it out of desperation. Well, I did it out of desperation. I mean, I had, I had, I had loving parents, but I didn't really have any model to inspire me. Mm-hmm. They, they, they didn't stretch my vision. They were so preoccupied with the pressures of their life and their marriage and and, and their career job, job to just just to, to make ends meet and things to be average and ordinary. They they didn't get a chance to see anything bigger, and so they didn't take me bigger. Okay, so they would say, "Well, you ought to go to college. You ought to go do this. You ought to do that." But but no real big pushing. That 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 I, what I did, uh, you know, I I just uh, somehow some way I just I was a dreamer. Even as a boy, I was a dreamer, and, and I if I couldn't if I couldn't see it with my parents, I tried to see it in other places, and uh, and and other other things, other people. Influence me. So that's why people have to be watch out who you who mm-hmm. you hang with, who you look at. Wow. Because you're mm-hmm. gonna get your influences from other other things. But but the but but the but the thing that that uh, that that I that I also realize is that if if, if if with children it's it's one thing. Now if you take it over into the business world, which is uh, which is like your business children or your employees or whatever on a team. And I know a lot of these. A lot of these entrepreneurs that are potential entrepreneurs and potential entrepreneurs that are watching this show, uh, I can almost tell you a thousand percent, you're not going to become super successful just as a one person team. You're going to have to have people around you, build a team, a network, a system, or some group or something. You're going to have to have a, you're going to have people that you're leading that will cause you to be the success you want to be. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets to the top as a one-person deal in life. It wow. just doesn't happen. Yeah. And so what? I, what the point I'm making there is that you you need to you you ask a specific question a while ago. I, I I and I do this. I'm doing. I'm probably doing a better job with my grandchildren than I even did with my children now because you learn lessons as you go mm-hmm. and you, you'll get a lot smarter. Hey, you'll get a lot smarter as your children get older. I promise you. And and if when you have grandchildren, you'll have a lot more wisdom. But but, but I'm constantly my, my grand several of my grandchildren constantly when they're around me, they come in. and We have little sessions, and I go in there and talk to them. And I but I, and I try to give them a picture of what I think they can become. I said, you got to do what you want to do. But I see this. I see greatness in you. I see that you can do this. You can accomplish anything you want to. Mm-hmm. If I was you, and I and I was doing what you're doing. This is some of the things that I would go do. So I keep laying out a bigger vision, a bigger picture to them. Yeah. And I do that same thing in the business. It's called possibility projections. And yeah. Well, things like that. And, that that's great. And know. I tell you, I'll tell you something. I love my parents. And every day I saw them go to work two or three jobs to give us the best life that uh, that they could. And even with and and my you know my my father is is a man of his word, a responsible uh, person. My mom is the hardest working, uh, you know, person you 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 ever meet, and still, prior to me going to Mexico in, in 1994, I, I joined a gang. In other words, I was my vision stretching was not really happening at home, even though the example of a very religious uh, uh, family. Uh, I still ended up making those wrong choices. So my vision wasn't being stretched just by that example that they were giving me, but it was the ambience. And, I, and I'm saying this because you mentioned the word ambience, like who you hang out with, who, who, who are you surrounded by? I think that, you know, if you have a backpack and you're putting stuff in that backpack every day, it's not just what, you, what you're getting from your parents, but what you get in school, the people you hang out with. And, and, uh, and so the point I'm trying to make is that when I 
it's very funny because after I got the beating to join to join the uh, you know one, 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 a, a gang, I was certainly not going in the right direction. Like a week after that, I ended up making a decision to go to Mexico, and it was in a completely different environment, in a completely different school, where my vision actually got stretched by the children in that school that were that were totally different than how I grew up in the States. Uh, 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 obviously being called wet back, go back to Mexico and just look different because I was in a school that uh, in Wisconsin that was, I was looking, I'd I look different, I didn't speak the language, so I didn't have the best welcome, but that's not really the point. The point is that when I changed the environment, it did that vision stretching and I couldn't help but to, to become whatever I was being involved in. And I don't know how that That's can right. be translated in, in the business, but you know, it's like choose choose where you're gonna choose where you're gonna be, where you're gonna work, who, who you're gonna associate with. Uh, not at not necessarily at an adult stage, but also from when you're children. Well, one of the things, Mauricio, we got to do as parents and certainly as business leaders, is that we've got to know that all these children, all of these people that work with us, they have, they have free agency. They, they are, they're, they're, they're independent contractors, what children are, if you in business, business term. They're going to make choices, and they're not all going to be right. They're not all going to be following what we want to do, and they're going to make mistakes. And you got to, you got to, you got to be able to allow them to do this, love them through it all, be long-suffering and patient with them, and stay close. And, and, if, and if they know you love them, they know you care about them, they know that you're there no matter what, you give them unconditional love, as they, go, as they get lost in the wilderness along the way, they always, most of the time, they're going to circle back. If, if it's not a parent, a grandparent. There's a lot of, there's a lot of families out there, probably over 50% over of the parent, families in this country today are just single parent deal. Yeah. And, and, and many, many families, grand, grandparents, are the dominant force in the family because there's no, there's not two parents there. And so some loving individual, whether it's the mother, father, or a grandmother or something, lots of times it's the grandmother or something, that if there's a loving influence, let them, they got, they go, hey, they're going to do what they got to do, but just be that steady rock and they'll come back around and it'll, and it'll at some point in life, like it gets them back on the straight mm -hmm. narrow path more than likely. But one other little thing I'll throw at you, if, if, if trying to deal with children or, 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 or deal with people that are in a business, let them know what, give them some glo some some glorious purpose, some some noble purpose in life. Get them to thinking about something that they could, something that they think about that's outside themselves. It seems to me that children and business people, employees and uh, partners in business who, who, who think about other people who have a sort of a servant mentality, mm -hmm. a giving back mentality, not just a take, 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 but a give, give, a little bit of, a balance of give and take. It seems they grow up better. They, they, they end up with a, a, a period. If they, if they, if they learn to share and do things for other people as a, as, as teenage, yeah. teenagers, yeah. You know, there's a scripture that says, if you teach a child, uh, if you teach a child the right way, then, then they're going to grow up, you know, to call you blessed one day. And uh, I, I like paraphrase that. that but I like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what happens. Just know that they're not going to be perfect. And not, and, and, and I'm talking now, I'm talking to you 30, 40 years down the road from when I was actually doing some of this stuff. Yeah. But I look back and luckily most of our children 
they definitely knew we we loved them unconditionally. Mm-hmm. No matter where they were at, they would always could come back and talk to me or their mother about anything that doesn't work in every family, but it did for us. And 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 they also we also let them know that that they had to have a noble purpose. Several of our children, when they grew up, when they were eighteen and nineteen years old, they they went on church missions. One to South Korea. They went to different missions. So they had a sense of doing something for other people. Now, I'm not bragging on that. I'm just saying I know the more that you can get your people thinking about doing something or just just helping people at school. Look for, look, for the, look, for the, look for the Mauricio Garcia in the community at school that's being treated the wrong way. So, if somebody were to come along and, and just say, look, they, they ought not to be treating you this way, Mauricio, and became your friend in Wisconsin, you'd have probably felt better earlier. So get well. people to think that way. So it, business and families, it's uh, it, it just comes down to uh, uh, you, you, you're trying to grow. You're trying to grow leaders you, with your children. You're trying to grow upstanding, strong people that can be independent and do good things in their life and uh, be be good for society and be be successful in whatever they try to do. And I don't mean just money successful. I mean they want to be. They want to feel good. You, you want your kids to end up at the end of their lives to have had a pretty happy life, not because by the things that they had, but by the feelings they had. Sure. The, the, of the, and most of the time, it's the principles that they were taught early in their life last them a lifetime. I like that. I, I really like that. And, um, you know, I'm thinking that a lot of parents out there, young parents, or parents that have young, very young children like, like myself, where we, if we have the, the means and we're able to give them any material thing that, that, they, that they would desire, if, if in the long run, by just giving them, just because you have it, are you hurting them or should we, should we not do that? You know, I think it's hard, you know, in a way, if you have the means and you want the best for them, at, at least materialistically speaking, you 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 kind of do that, and I know there's a lot of other things that uh, you know will go all, will go um, along with it, not just the material things, but the values and the paradigms and the way of thinking and the vision stretching. But I look around me and I see that most parents that have the means, they they pretty much provide everything to their children, and I have no I no idea just yet how that is going to really impact in a good way or in a in a good way or in a negative way because I also hear obviously that pain equals progress like you've got to go through pain and I, I don't know what what you know uh, you, you could say to that because of what you've lived through well you're right that is a big issue out there in life and in by by and large by and large most of the people of, of, of affluence uh, don't do well with their children. The statistics show that they. That's they, interesting. Yes. They 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 just they give them free reign, credit cards, this that and the other. Send them off to college and and, and, and even to prep schools before they go to college and whatever. And, and they're out there with money and money and, and and no no guidance is a dangerous combination. But I but I, but they, I think you you hit on the right thing. You it, you you've got to you've got to understand the consequences of what you're doing. So, you as a parent or as a leader, you you gotta you gotta teach the people. They gotta go through some of these things, and there's a fine line between being a parent, a good parent slash leader in business, and, a, and an enabler. I don't want to be a an enabler to, to their problems. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, even as a grandparent, a great grandparent, Norma and I talk constantly 
know, she's such a loving, giving type person, and all. We'll have we don't we don't ever have arguments. We'll we'll butt heads there once in a while, and I say, look, that that I, I, we just don't want to. I, I, I want you to love them, but we, we, we there's a fine line between loving them and enabling them, and we kind of got to let them let them work it out themselves. And it it, 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 it hey, it, too much success un success that's just basically given to you. And that's like in business. If you just throw out sort of this, right. give people promotions that they didn't deserve or, or just throw a bunch of Good stuff point. out, perks out at a bunch of employees who, who haven't earned it in your business, watch, watch how they turn out. Usually not very well. Great point. Great point. And, you know, I was just listening to what you said. You know, most of the affluence uh, families, parents, their children usually don't. Uh, they, they, they end up uh, squandering the money and, because it didn't cost them. I was, I was looking at a statistic, and I don't know the, ex the exact number. Don't, you know, we, we can go back and, and look at that. But I think F Fidelity uh, Investments did a study or something like that that says about, 90, about 94% or something like that of, uh, of self-made millionaires are self-made. They didn't inherit the money from the parent. They, didn't, they went out there and do it. And so it's, I don't know if it was because of the... the 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 moment uh, uh, in, uh, the era in the country where you know entrepreneurship started the opportunity everything that al allows for a, a driven determined dreamer to go out there in business uh, you know into and and build 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 wealth that way but it's um, very few of the millionaires out there actually inherit the money which means that if you're self-made you went through the struggle. And you and and, it, and uh, I don't know if, if if you're understanding what I'm what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, I'm with you. 100, I'm with you 100. It's uh, if you look at those statistics and that you're talking about from the millionaire class and up, uh, uh, most of those people made it themselves, and, and it'd be interesting to look in 10 or 15 years to see if any of their children make it on new on their new new money or the or they just sort of wasted away. The old money they had, and they're no longer in the millionaire club because they've wasted it. And that's the odds are that they'll waste it if, if unless the parents have done something outstanding to to, to just. Well, that that's why I'm shaking in my boots every day. That's why I'm seeing. I'm, we're so blessed. We've got everything. We've got this great opportunity. We've we've been able to to find uh, great partners and mentors, and the future looks looks great, looks bright, as long as our health stays good and and everything. So it, it's. It is it's the, it's the kind of thing that keeps me up at night, you know. Well, the, the hey, Marisha, you you don't. I I can tell you right now. Now I'm not going to say you don't have to worry about it, but it, this is not this is not something that uh, I, I I'm not that concerned about what's going to happen with your children. Number one, they got you, you, the grandparents are still there and got an influence. Maybe hopefully when as they grow up. But the very fact that you and Lorena are concerned about it. At this time of your life, when these children are young, that almost seals their fate that you are going to do the right things as a parent. Now, right. the, what would concern me is if you weren't aware of this and you didn't care about this and you were off lost in, in your own world and making money and don't even know what your children are doing and you didn't care about that, you weren't quaking in your shoes, you weren't staying up at night. Wait a the fact that you're concerned, a concerned parent now, a concerned person with your business now means that you're going to do the right thing. Just trust me. I, I th that's going to work out. You've got you got ninety percent of it done right now because you feel the way you feel. And that's what parents ought to do is, is just n know that you're concerned about it. Watch it. Guide them. Guide them along the way. 
uh, if they go too far astray, you're, you're going you're gonna to talk to them and you'll help pull them back. As long as, they, as long as you keep the relationship there where they'll talk with you, don't sever relationships. You'll be their lifeline all the way through. And people, you know, people who think like you're thinking earlier are going to do the right thing. Yeah, and I can, I have to uh, say this because I'm, it's coming to my mind as I hear you, uh, you know, speak. And it's, if I had never gone in business, I would never would have adopted some of these paradigms. If I've never gone in business uh, because of fear, I would still be maybe welding cell phone batteries. And just, I think going in business, it doesn't just make you sometimes uh, just grow financially, but also uh, mentally. And, uh, and, uh, and so I, I, I am just happy to be able to be in a place where free enterprise is, is available to everybody and, uh, and it's, uh, yeah, it's not easy, obviously, building a business. But what I'm trying to get to is that because I chose free enterprise, I can, I, can, I can move my time around so that I can make, you know, the time to be with my children as well. And uh, let me give you, a, let me, Rachel, let me give you a real life example from, from my life. And you know a lot of our story and where we came from. And, yeah. And, and we, have, we have a story that's common to a lot of people, but there's a part of our story that's obviously extraordinary and uncommon for most people because a lot of people are not as crazy as I am. They didn't work as passionate as I was. And they didn't work as hard as I did. There's no such thing as easy success. And, sure. and but no, I had, I had, I was lucky to have Norma as my parent, my, my parent. She doesn't like my, parent, my, my spouse, my mm -hmm. partner. She, she's kind of my parent too. <laughs> I'm probably her most way. I'm probably her most wayward child. But, but, but Norma and I had a great partnership. And she watched me all those years when I was just working on the railroad, just an employee. And my dreams, she knew I was living a nightmare out there. 17 years. I wanted to be somebody, and all of a sudden I'm trapped on this, on this job. It took me 17 years to escape. And she, she was with me as I was trying to find various, I was trying to learn how to be an entrepreneur. And I was struggling at it. It took me seven, eight, or nine years of trying to be an entrepreneur to find the right thing. She was patient with me. But once I found the right thing, when I met, when I met uh, Art Williams at the very beginning, with just 30 or so people, and I realized what I was, to some degree, I realized that I had met this moment in my life. And so as I went after it, that, as I started to build, I won't go through all of these, just as I started to build over the next two or three or four years, uh, I, I realized that I, I, this was my moment. I had to strike, and she knew it. And I said, it's, I'm going to be gone. I mean, I was on planes. I, I won't even tell you the number of nights I was gone for three or four years across the country, building teams all across the United States, building what became the big A.O. Williams Prime America Company and what built the WMA Company. She was she was there. She was, to, to some degree, she had to be the father and the mother on some things. Mm -hmm. But here's how, here's, how, here's how we managed it. You know, there, I found out in life that there's, there's two things. There's, there, there's, 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 there's necessary and there's urgent. And so she and I worked in our little calendar, and, and she was that thermostat we talked about uh, probably on our last show, yeah. she was a thermostat and she kind of, she kind of kept things regulated and she made sure that it's like, it's like the old Vince Lombardi, the great coach of the Green Bay Packers. He said that it was God, family, and the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> well, I, our priorities was God, family, and, 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 and our business that we were in. And, and that sometimes in each one of those three things are going to have, all, all of them got necessary things. All three of those things constantly have necessary things that you need to do. But every one of them are going to have some urgent things that rise to the front. And each one of those, your family's going to have some things that are urgent, that supersede necessary, supersede necessary. 
Something's going to happen in your business. It's urgent. It supersedes necessary over here. Supersedes necessary. Every one of them are going to have moments. And so she helped me regulate when we had to do the urgent things in the moment that they had to be done in, 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 our, in our spiritual, religious life, church life. Because I had a calling in our church was a lay ministry that took a lot of time. And, and we, it wasn't just that calling, but just, just you want to be good people as best you can. Mm-hmm. And, and then you had, your, you, you had your family time with your children. Then you got your business. So she helped me regulate the, what was urgent, what was necessary. <laughs> and and, and we, did, we weren't perfect with it, but boy, it helped us navigate and keep our marriage together, keep our fit, 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 children together. And today, you know, our, our children are great children and got wonderful grandchildren, great grandchildren. Not all of them are perfect, but uh, but but sure. they, but, but, they're, but they're, they're they're the perfect they're perfect in God's sight, and He's given us the responsibility to be the patriarchs and matriarchs of those families. And uh, th- they look back in uh, with respect at what we've done. It, it was worth it. It, it. I don't. Most people, a lot of people who go out and have a lot of success and just give everything to it. They totally forsake their family, forsake marriages, and they look back at the end of it. They got to all this success, but they're lonely. They mm-hmm. they've lost, they don't have their family. They don't have their children. Or they've lost their children or lost their marriage. Or they're on their third or fourth or fifth marriage. I mean, all that stuff goes on in life. That's called life. You got to – there's a – I'm just letting everybody know. There's a way to become a successful entrepreneur and a, a successful parent and be able to go through all this and come out the other side – with some semblance of success and happiness and balance in people's life, you can you can get over to this. Side. It won't be perfect, yeah. but there's a way to do it. Well, I like that. You know, it even uh, probably we'll do a whole podcast on that because this is prioritizing, right? And what's what's really what's really important. Well, I think the message is there. Nobody's perfect, and maybe the message wasn't perfect, but I'm sure that a lot of a lot of people and a lot of entrepreneurs that are listening today to this podcast um, can can see. How the, the relationship between how you know we're raising the children and how we are maybe uh, developing leaders in our organizations and our companies and stuff like that. So topics like those, uh, Hubert, I want to take the opportunity to let everybody know that topic like those and everything else that entrepreneurs need to 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 know to be successful uh, are going to be topics that will be covered on the next on the next event. And the Conquer event that is coming up on March 26th and 27th is going to be a, an event that is going to be packed with value. There are going to be our guest speakers, uh, people that we've invited to this event that are going to tell us um, how to be more, you know, better with our marketing, better in our sales, better in our leadership, better in business, better in every way, shape, or form. And so I want to invite you to go right now to conquerevent.com, conquerevent.com, and register for this virtual event that is going to be epic and packed with value. Conquerevent.com, go there and choose the best uh, uh, program that we have available uh, for you. I don't know, Hubert, if there's anything you want to also say for this uh, Conquer event that is happening on March 26th and 27th, which will be a Friday, Saturday, it's a two-day event. Well, I, I know I know enough about this. My, I am the I am the beneficiary of of going to great events in my life, from little small events, but all of them are great events. And I've built my whole life from great event to great event. And it's like old it's like old the philosopher Emerson said that the only difference between you today and you five years from now will be the people you meet, the books you read. Yeah. If he was alive today, and he said it would be the events you went to, 
And, and so, guys, you need to go to become uh, conquer. The word conquer is very appropriate. You know, we're the conquistadors here. Absolutely. That, to conquer, you've got to conquer your future. You've got to fight for it. And we'll be able to show you how to become those modern-day Alexanders. Let's get it done. That's right. Conquerevent.com. Go there. We're going to be uh, uh, very excited to, to share all that value with you. And I also, before we end the show, I want to thank our sponsor. If without them, this uh, podcast would not be possible. And if you are in a situation right now where you need to make more money, if you want to really elevate your value in the marketplace, well, you need to learn a skill. And that skill right now, probably one of the biggest problems people are having right now is financial problems. If they have a lot of money, they've got problems. If they don't have money, they've got problems. And so Hegemon Group International is in business uh, teaching people how to become financial doctors, financial uh, uh, problem solvers, and be able to go out there and help people protect their money, grow it, and just make it, give it a lot more life. And so if you want to uh, explore that opportunity, just go to hgicrusade.com and maybe this, this decade of the, you know, the 2020 and 2021 and beyond could be the best decade of your life. Hegemon, uh, I'm sorry, hgicrusade.com for uh, being able to see a full presentation about what this opportunity is all about. Hubert, Thank you uh, so much, my friend, for you know making the time for us to do this podcast. I'm sure it's going to touch a lot of people's lives. All right. Thank you. See you later. See you later. Bye-bye. Warning. This podcast may change the way you think about business, entrepreneurship, and money forever. The Conquistador Podcast was created for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and leaders who want to conquer their future. 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 To be an epic entrepreneur, you must adopt the right mental paradigms as well as master the art of selling, marketing, and finance.